And we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 256, aka Year 6, Week 6, uh, coming at you this week. As always, I am your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with MC. And special guest host this week, Mark Edge. Um, I, I, I've been promoted to special guest host already. That's so awesome. You know why? Mark Edge. <laughs> From Free Talk Live. You know why? Yep. Because we, we give out call-in numbers, which I'm about to do, and no one has the sack to call into this show anymore. Uh, so if we book you in advance, you're the guest host, you're the guest uh, of some kind, but you're on the show and we're going to have a discussion. So those numbers, if you do want to grow a sack and discuss things with us, 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. Uh, so MC, you're doing the show from Hawaii. Mark, you're somewhere way, way off in the middle of the Pacific in the Mariana Islands. Uh, what are you two white dudes doing uh, on, on some islands in the middle of the Pacific while me, being from Hawaii, sits here in, in frigid New Hampshire? How well, are you guys doing? We're, we're not voting, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, well, maybe. I won't have an opportunity to vote until November, and go. that will only be for a representative. There will be no presidential uh, president on the ballot here in Saipan because we don't have an electoral, uh, we aren't part of the, uh, we're not a state. And so we don't get that stuff. Do Do you feel well represented? I don't. I, I never felt represented anyway. I mean, <laughs> mathematically, um, you know, it's all just silly. But um, you know, when it comes to, I, I, I guess the the issue is is that uh, I have this stupid hobby, and this stupid hobby is is trying to ferret out what I believe to be a. Um, a communist psyop within the libertarian movement. And that communist psyop is the idea that somehow voting is violence, voting, um, you know, uh, voting co-signs the system. It authorizes the violence against you. There's a whole bunch of things that people say about voting. Mm -hmm. And um, can I just say voting is immoral? Is, is that one of those things that you would have to your prove feathers? that statement? Yeah, okay. Indeed, it would. You would have to prove that statement to me, and I don't know how you could possibly do that. Um, it has been tried by many a libertarian thinker up to this point, and oh my. I, be I believe that is the psyop, right? That the statement is that voting is immoral is the psyop. Okay. And 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 just so you know where I'm standing, I I don't agree with with Rich's position, uh, but. Uh, for for most people, I think they, there's probably better things they could do than vote. Um, well, so if, if, if there's <laughs> that's, that's part of my position, though. I mean, that's and it, <laughs> uh, well, if it, like that's two positions. Sure. So the one position is is that voting is a mathematically insignificant act that has, in all likelihood, your vote has never mattered your entire life. Um, in my case, it has two times, which is pretty impressive. And both of them were on the town level in a town where, you know, you got like between three and six hundred voters. So, you know, it could happen. But OK. Um, and, and to have had it happen two times is pretty impressive. Honestly. So mathematically, you're convinced that voting can impact certain things. Well, it. It, it can. In one case, it impacted a uh, the purchasing the the not purchasing of a town truck, which is about a quarter million dollars. And the other case, it uh, affected the 
purchasing of a fire truck. So in one case, I was there, I voted, and the sound the town truck was not purchased. Um, in the other case, I was not there, I did not vote, and the uh, fire truck was purchased. Yeah. Okay. So um, you know, in but basically, and by one vote. In both so, cases. So you're with you're with your restraint from voting, you're withholding your vote that one time for whatever reason caused uh, more harm to the town because taxpayer money was spent on a fire truck. And so if you had Correct. voted, it would have been either it would have either swung the vote the other way or tied the vote somehow and then there would have to be what, like a runoff or a tiebreaker or however they do well, it. I'm, what I'm actually doing is counting my wife, my vote, and my wife's vote too. Okay. Because in this case we had two, and uh, you know that was able to make a okay. difference. Fair. So and 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 the same thing happened with the town truck is that um, it was just missed by one vote, which means the two votes really made a difference. So there you go. All right. Um, so those are, but th- but that's not where I stand. You know, like I'm not standing that voting makes a difference. That is not my. Um, okay. My my thing would be is is that look, most people when they're talking about voting are talking about voting for the president of the United States, which means that they're talking about a statewide election because they don't vote in a national election. They vote in a statewide election for electoral uh, electorates to to go to their electoral college and do their thing, um, and the likelihood that their one vote made a difference on a state level um, is nil. And as a matter of fact, I know it didn't. Even in 2000, with Al Gore, it was, uh, you know, it was dozens and dozens of votes. And I don't get dozens and dozens of votes. I get one vote. Right. Or my family gets two. So, um, you know, and so when people tell me, you're the reason that Trump's in office because you didn't vote for Hillary. I'm like, okay, you're fucking stupid. (laughs) And you don't know what you're talking about. I voted in New Hampshire for Gary Johnson. So you Hillary threw away Clinton. your vote. Hillary Wasted Clinton it. won New Hampshire. Not by much, but she won it. So okay. I'm not the reason that Donald Trump is in office. If I had voted for Hillary Clinton, the total would have been one more for Hillary Clinton. And I wouldn't have voted for Hillary Clinton. She's on the lowest on the list. If the gun had been put at my head between to choose between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, I would have voted for Donald Trump. And he still would not have won uh, New Hampshire. So, you know, anybody who's using that kind of lo- logic can bugger off. They're just wrong. Okay. <laughs> so I, I guess I, so I am tasked with finding the argument that convinces you otherwise then. Um, well, the argument you would have to make is that somehow voting is immoral. Okay. And, um, you know, that... You know, it, you tell me exactly when I okay. voted for that, um, voted against that town truck uh, to be purchased in the town of Westmoreland, New Hampshire. Who did I aggress against? Okay, I'm not going to answer that because that's that's not the that's not the way I would I would make my case. Uh, LOL I, hashtag tears in the eyes. <laughs> right? No, no, no. So the I I originally made this case with another mutual friend of ours uh, on social media. Because, you know, uh, Pope Nobody, yeah, I'm sure you're familiar with him, Mark. Yes. Uh, and so he posted something about, you know, like something similar to that, like, you know, basically convince me that what I'm doing by voting is wrong in some form or fashion. And so okay. I, I, made the, I made the argument uh, with him uh, going back and forth on social media. And then during last week's episode of the Anarchist Experience, we had Ken Schoolin on. 
and he brought up um, a he brought up a, a case when dealing with businesses that I felt parlayed into this argument. Like if if you're going to make that case for businesses, I'm going to make a similar case against voting. And so I'm going I'm going to do my best here to structure my argument the same way I structured it with uh, with Pope Nobody on social media, and the same way I structured it with Ken Schoolin last week. And when he thought about it for like, you know, the, the 30 seconds he had to think about it went, you may have just convinced me to not vote. And I went, well, think about it some more because I don't know. I don't know if I have that much power, but I'm going to give it a shot. So the argument that I made with both of them uh, is based on what I what I will call the expectation of outcome. So the the when uh, the way, you know, I'll call it immorality. Pope nobody when in, when the discussion with Pope nobody uh, how do we phrase? It? We we call it like uh, honor, right? Am I am I am I acting without honor or dishonorably in some form or fashion by doing this? Uh, and I made the case that yes, if you if you do vote, uh, you are acting without honor based on what I consider to be the expectation of outcome. And when I say the expectation of outcome, no matter how you cast your vote, right? Uh, I, I and I describe this as like playing the game of voting. If you are going to play the game of voting and going to the ballot box and casting a vote, uh, you are uh, maybe not explicitly, but giving the uh, but uh, implicit giving implicit validity to the system, because if you win that vote, right? Like in, in your case with the fire truck, I'll try to I'll try to stick with that example as best I can. In the case with the fire truck, if you and your wife had voted to not fund the fire truck, you would expect that that outcome of the vote be handled uh, properly, right? Like the, the people voted against the fire truck. There was one more no vote than there were yes votes. Therefore, uh, we are not going to fund the fire truck. Uh, and in the other case where there was, you know, one vote uh, the other way and it didn't get funded, you know, they, they, the, 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 the nays have it. We are not going to fund this. So by- Define expect. Uh, I, I use the dictionary. Like you, okay. you, you, uh, you, you anticipate them to abide by the result of the election or abide by the result of the vote. Anticipate, but not like sort of, uh, you know, emotionally anticipate, right? Like I'm I not going to be shocked necessarily, right? One way or the other uh, of, of the outcome? Well, I'm just asking. I'm asking what you, how you're using the terminology. Like there's an expectation like you're going to get presents for Christmas okay. and there's an expectation that the school bus will arrive, right? Um, okay. You know, like there's a there's a different level of disappointment between the two. So in, in the case of the fire truck, the if if the vote is uh, no, we're not going to fund the fire truck. The expectation is that the fire truck will not get funded. Correct. And yeah, the other the expectation. That's the expect. And and subsequently, if the vote is that the fire truck will get funded, there's the expectation that they're going to honor that that vote that outcome, and the fire truck will get funded. Right. That's and the we're way I'm using about it. That calendar year too, right? Because the 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 uh, the road truck did get funded the next year. So okay. all I did was for stave it off for one year. Okay. Yeah. So with within within the terms of the vote, right? Like this vote is okay. for this truck for this year for this amount of money, yay or nay, and then whatever that outcome may be, the the expectation by those casting a vote is that. Uh, the those those people in charge will abide by the the vote totals, either okay. yay or nay. 
Is that is that fair? Are we good on that? It, I, I think so. I mean, it, I still I'm not entirely clear on what level of expe- expectation because it doesn't surprise me when um, you know people in government uh, use subterfuge and uh, dishonor to uh, get what they want. Okay, um, you know, so we'll surprise. get there. <laughs> well, I'll address that in a moment then. As long All as right. long as we can as long as we can get past this first part where there's there's you you cast a vote and there's an expectation of outcome that the those running the operation of voting right will abide by the the result of the vote right okay so yeah in, in your case the fire truck in a, in a presidential election i casted my vote for gary johnson um and if he wins i expect uh that he will you know institute the policies of gary johnson right like he's they're not gonna they're not gonna say like ah gary johnson won uh but we're gonna we're gonna put in donald trump or hillary clinton or whomever Right. There, right there's an there's an expectation that the winner based on the electoral college is the president okay. barring barring some barring barring some tragedy or some you know disqualifying thing that comes to light yep. the, the expectation is that who wins the vote is the is the president okay so uh so this goes so there's there's an expectation of outcome with the vote and my contention is that if you with with and i, I and i'm making this argument as well by playing the game of voting you tacitly agree, right, to abide by the outcomes of the vote. I don't agree with that statement. Okay. So my defense to that is this is why you don't need to vote then. Because in the case of Pope Nobody, right, when I'm making this argument, if you're going to cast a vote and play the game of voting and then not abide by the outcome of the vote, so in his case, he's, a, he's like a marijuana activist, right? Like, I'm going to vote for legalization, but if they don't legalize, I'm going to smoke weed anyway, right? <laughs> that's true. Right, okay. So you don't need to play the game of voting, right? Like, that's, that's, that's not a game you need to play. Because I'm whether not claiming they, that I need to play it. <laughs> well, mean, but, you know. but choosing, choosing to play it. So if you're, go, if you're going to choose into the game of voting and they say, right. n- and they say nay to the use of marijuana and you smoke it anyway... I find that to be a dishonorable act, right? Because you said like they, they laid out the rules. They said, we're going to have this vote on whether or not you can do this thing. You said, I choose in to participate in that vote, hoping and with the expectation of outcome that if my team wins that vote, I will abide by the, I will abide by the rules and, you know, marijuana will be legal. And, you know, you as the opposing, the, the no voters will have to deal with marijuana being legal, right? That's the expectation of outcome to play the game of voting, to vote for a thing and then not abiding by the outcome is a dishonorable act. So if you vote against the fire truck or the, the road truck, right? And they go, okay, the, the yays came in. Now everyone, you know, everyone has to pitch in their, uh, you know, thousand dollars to, to buy this thing. And you go, well, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to pitch in my thousand dollars because I voted no. I go, well, yeah, but, but you, you participated in the game of voting. You knew that there was a chance of, of winning and that this was the outcome if, if you won and that there was a chance of losing and that this was the outcome if you lost. And so it would then be dishonorable to withhold funding simply because you lost the vote. If you're going to withhold funding, then you just say, like, I'm not participating in your vote. I'm not playing the game of voting. I'm withholding my funding on moral, ethical, and honorable grounds. All right. I would say that if the vote was set up in that fashion, whereas you have two, 300 people in a room and you vote for a thing and everybody in the room is acknowledging that if it uh, 
you know, that if it passes, then, um, you know, everybody who votes and votes in the room acknowledges that if it passes, then it uh, they have to pay in. That, it, it frankly, is a, a pretty good system um, because then you can simply opt out of the vote and not have to pay. But um, in the case of you know, the town, I w- actually stood as a bulwark in defense of the uh, aggression of the town for the people who were not there, did not take the time to participate. Now, surely there was one libertarian in the town that um, you know thought that uh, that didn't want the town truck for a uh, philosophical reason as opposed to a uh, just sort of I don't feel like voting, but whatever they do, I'm sure will be fine. You know, <laughs> like right. that's what most non-voters are. It's just kind of like. Whatever. I don't know enough. I don't care. And, sure. But for, from but, an honorable perspective, from the from what I'm going to consider the, the moral perspective, there's all the difference in the world as to why you chose not to vote versus why you chose to vote in defense of. Can't I uh, honorably stand for the uh, the defense of the people who are not there voting or and, and stand in defense of the people who are voting but voting with me? I mean, would that not be an honorable stance uh, to take the time out of my day to sacrifice X minutes, um, depending on the vote and how it's uh, quantified? When you do a town meeting, you're you're giving hours. Okay, <laughs> um, but um, you know, I, I, I this I is gave M- that MC here. Yep. Um, I think there's something to be said about the the ex- expectation because um, I can I can I can vote. And uh, if I don't get my way, I can still not pay. Um, I don't. That's think- what I consider that to be dishonorable, because you played the game of voting expecting one outcome or the other, and then if you're not going to abide the outcome, I consider that a dishonorable vote. Um, I but I don't. I I still don't see why it's dishonorable because it's uh. Because it's, it's if, like if your team wins, you expect the other. You, you expect the opposing side to abide the outcome, right? If you, for, for Mark's truck example, if you vote nay, we're not going to fund the road truck, right? And the nays win and you go, yes, we don't have to fund the road truck. And the other team, right? This is your point again, Mark, uh, of subterfuge and whatever by the government agents to, to get their way anyway. If by chance they did not abide the outcome and they said, well, the nays got it, but the town really needs the road truck. So we're going to all need you to pony up anyway, right? That would be dishonorable on their part. But the 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 game is is rigged against people that that don't want to play anyway. So I I don't. It's it's like it's it's a flawed game to begin with because sure. So don't play. That's why I'm saying don't play. Don't play the if the game know, is but flawed. It's, but it's don't not play. it's not immoral or dishonorable for somebody to try to uh, stop a stupid game. So so you could say like there's a vote for them to kill all the the blonde haired blue eyed boys which you know i i'm a blonde blonde haired boy so uh i i would i could i could vote against them killing me uh or i could just not vote and they they'd kill me anyway so right and I, it, but either, if you, either but if you one vote but if you vote and you lose right to me that's that's an acknowledgement that's a tacit agreement to the terms of the game which are laid out ahead of time which Regardless of what you want to say the government does, I'm sure all three of us on this on this show understand the terms of the outcome of almost all the elections that we're dealing with. Couldn't right? somebody we're not just surprised. say 
Couldn't somebody just say that you already, um, that the people who choose not to vote are already acknowledging uh, the game and are agreeing to abide by the outcome? That no. voting is, in fact, standing against whatever the outcome is. And, well, why not? I guess is the question. Because remember, they do say, and I, I have never heard anybody yeah. say, if you voted, you can't complain. But I've heard a whole bunch, of, except for George Carlin, um, who is uh, a, a, an effing madman with <laughs> quotes, by the way. Um, but... Um, but I have heard lots of people say if you don't vote, you don't complain, and what uh, you can't complain. So what they're saying they're wrong. there is okay. Well, fine. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> well, I would say is if you vote or you don't vote, you can still complain, and, and you will. Right. And you, I, I and agree. If you vote or don't vote, you can and should defend yourself. You know whether or not uh, you know Rich thinks I'm dishonorable. <laughs> well, right. And, and defending yourself it, is a whole separate game as well. Right, and this is def- right. Defense is, I think, what voting always comes down to, is, or offense. Um, it could be, but you know, for those that want the fire truck and uh, at your expense, then that's sure. an offensive right. it's a, uh, vote. It's it's an offensive uh, thing, and all I'm doing is playing defense when I vote, and mostly when I vote, I understand that it's uh, mathematically insignificant, and so I'm just uh, I'm I'm going there to make an appearance because so, I, so here's another I was an elect elected republican uh here's another another way to look at it so so they want the fire truck and they're going to use uh uh, guns and uh, the threat of violence to to get it if they win their vote um does that mean automatically you can shoot them before they even have the vote uh no i i wouldn't say you i mean i i can understand the argument that you can shoot them but i would i would always wait for uh immediate immediate uh threat of violence right like you're saying the so you're saying the vote matters (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're saying you have an expectation of the outcome as a non-voter well i as a non-voter i say as a voter or as a non-voter the vote is going to occur and right. you can either af- attempt to affect the outcome or you can choose not to attempt right. to affect the uh, outcome um that you know standing stoically while the vote occurs waiting for the outcome whatever it might be sounds like a misguided uh way of uh you know uh, showing one's morality uh, to me because you know sure. like, hey we're all down here in the trenches digging and I know right. you're going to enjoy the ditch that we you we have dug but um, you're like well I should have my ditch anyway because a ditch is a moral right and it, it just didn't gonna happen I, I hear you That's from the world we live in <laughs> I hear you from the the practical and the pragmatic standpoint but I w- I, I am attempting to make the moral case. So the moral case is I abstain from voting, right? And then whatever the outcome may be, should they then come after me, I am well within my moral right to defend myself against that encroachment. And what what boggles my mind uh, in libertarian circles, right, and Free State Project members included, right, is that somehow it's, it's, uh, it's the right thing to do to vote for your freedom it's the right thing to do to petition for your freedom. It's the right thing to do to beg the, your representatives for your freedom. But the moment you say, no, we should just defend ourselves from their encroachment and defend our freedom that we already innately have. Well, see, right, I go, well now say, you're calling for violence. I wouldn't say it's the right thing to do, but it's not the wrong thing to do. 
You know, it doesn't. Well, that would be my statement, too, is, is that um, voting is largely uh, pointless and that you that there's I don't see a case for it being immoral. I don't even see the case for it being dishonorable at this point. It sounds like more of these uh, genifications attempting to uh, justify um, not voting, which is fine. If you don't want to vote, don't vote. If it makes you feel yucky, then don't do it. No, I'm, the, I'm my still... argument. My argument for voting would be this, actually. Is, is that when you register to vote, you are being registered to a pool of jurors and that you can then actually help somebody in a criminal case um, when it comes to a crime um, that has no victim. Sure. So that and would re- be my argument for voting. Registering um, to is, vote and voting two separate games again. They are two right. things. I, uh, but do I don't not justify their system by registering to vote. Look, we have one more person playing the game. No, I would say no, because okay. I'm, I'm okay with political activism that's, that does not have the intent uh, to, like, to win victory, right? I don't have a problem with uh, playing the game of using the platform to get the message out. So when it comes to you know, the, the presidential race, I am a big fan of the activism done by Pope Nobody, Vermin Supreme and all the other fringe candidates out there, right? Because it's it's not a position of we're playing to win. They're not playing the game of winning the election or, you know, they're playing the game of, you know, being the electorate. They're playing the game of using the platform to get the message out, right? And and so there's yeah. it goes back to that expectation of outcome, right? When you when okay. you register to vote to get on the jury roll, fine. Do that, right? Good on you. Right. If you if Let you me, register if you register to to be uh, a candidate to get on the platform, right? To get the platform to of the candidacy to get the message out, right? Do that by all means. Like you do that activism. But for me, the act of voting, right? There's the expectation of outcome, win or lose. I'll go back to the expectation of outcome that you tacitly agree to by cast by signing up and casting the vote. Right, you're saying well, the tac- if I win, the tacitly's tacitly's all you've got, right? Um, because it certainly isn't on the voter form. You don't say it's not. I explicit. agree to you're abide right. by this this bullcrap, <laughs> right? Know? But um, with the so, expectation of outcome, that's what you expect to happen, right? So that's whatever perce- the outcome no, that's, is. That's your that's your perception. Um, a, you know, I mean, and it's yours, and you get to have it. But I don't have it. Okay. Um, I don't feel that way. Now I'm not voting for president, and I'm not even thinking about my November ballot. Uh, we're not going to have a caucus here because, sure. um, you know, well, president, to... president, representative, road truck doesn't matter, right? You right, you yeah. expect you expect a, you expect something of the outcome when you play the game of casting your vote, and right. To... And I hope the outcome is that uh, they don't aggress against my neighbor, and I'm willing to take the time and energy to do the things. Uh, I, I'm willing to stand honorably in defense of my neighbors having to uh, pay that sort of thing. So that's how I see it when I vote. Okay. Is I'm trying to sacrifice for them. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, let me. So uh, you were talking about the right to use violence to defend yourself um, or defensive force. Let's use that terminology. The moral Some stance. Don't like, yeah, the moral stance of uh, defending yourself. So we have a paradigm in this world of uh, most free. So there's an economic freedom charts. There's uh, uh, social freedom charts. There's no chart that uh, has them both on it, but um, we can say that places like. Uh, uh, New Zealand and Hong Kong are at one end of the economic uh, social freedoms, and the places like North Korea, 
Venezuela are at the other ends of freedom charts, right? Sure. In very few of these places, um, the 200 uh, points along this line that go between um, what we're calling relative freedom on one end and relative tyranny on the other, um, do people use violence, um, especially in, in a very and in, in few of those cases, um, is that violence successful? So why take a position that is unlikely and unlikely to succeed? Uh, again, I'm making the moral case for it. Like, right. I'm not, I don't I don't care what the practicality is. I don't care what the what the you don't care if something is. works. <laughs> you know? Well, we that's that's a whole separate thing. Right. Because I would I would hear the case that voting works. Right. Look, well, we've we've Trump voted ourselves proof. more freedom. What's that? Trump is proof that voting works. Right? Sure. Like he was clearly not the chosen candidate for. Uh, you know, from Davos or the Bilderbergers or um, the me mainstream media or whatever power group you claim exists, Donald Trump was not their chosen candidate. Um, he was the chosen candidate of Americans who are pissed off of getting called a racist, a sexist, um, and, you know, listening to Washington tell them how to live and a whole variety of other things. Sure. Uh, and so, you know, Donald Trump is proof that eh, voting works. You just get, we just aren't, we just don't have popular ideas. Okay. And if that's you know, the case, I, then, right, again, so I'll go back to the expectation of outcome. If that's the case and you're going to play a, a democratic uh, majority rule system, right, the expectation is that your ideas are never going to be the majority. Well, that's not, um, my ideas may be in the majority. So, for instance, um, you know, the Republican Party can uh, contains, uh, you know, gay guys that that are economically conservative and the Ku Klux Klan. The fact that they vote for the same person doesn't mean they have the same ideas. OK, so um, and, you know, the, the Democratic Party has uh, has Antifa and uh, the, the communists want to see uh, Bernie Sanders win this time, as do uh, the labor, uh, the labor union guys. And right. I mean, these are completely different voters. So, so, OK, so let's go. So from a moral perspective, right, if you're like, we have to stop Bernie Sanders from getting into office, I'm casting my vote for Trump. Right. And Bernie wins. Right. You, 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 again, I'm going to say tacitly because you knew what, you knew how this works, right? We can't uh -huh. play the game. We can't play the ignorance game of, well, I, I, didn't gonna, I didn't really I think he was going to. But you know how it works too. So you're not going to vote and you know how it works, right? Like, right. You know that either, um, presuming Bernie Sanders gets the DNC nod, and it's beginning to look that way, but we'll see. Um, today's, today is the day of the South Carolina uh, primary. Just Ain't in that going to be interesting. Know. Yeah, no, it was going to be very interesting. Um, but, uh, you know, so let's presume he's the presumptive nominee at this point. So Bernie Sanders, uh, Donald Trump, you know that one of those two is going to be president. Right. And you probably have a preference. I do not. Maybe. OK, well, I, do I don't not. have much of one. I don't have much of one either. Um, I Bernie Sanders is good on war. If he picks Tulsi Gabbard as his vice president, um, then he might get my support but i don't have a vote so i don't care okay <laughs> that's how much i care about the vote for president i moved to saipan nice. uh, you know, um i don't did not slip on the ice yesterday so there's my freedom <laughs> hey it's it's melted here man 
It, the snow's almost all gone. My my roads the roads were clear. My parking lot was clear. There's no snow on the roof. It was Good cold. News. Yeah, it was cold. But we had a we had a, a warm front come through. It was like 50 degrees last weekend. So that that took care of a lot. Either way, the, I get it. the outcome. The outcome is going to be the same for you or I. If I vote and you don't, we both get the same outcome. So maybe. Um, really? Well, okay. What? So here again, <laughs> from the moral perspective, right? I do I do my best to not pay in to that system as much as possible. I do my well, best. Well, when you move into when you move into Saipan, where <sighs> um, none of my tax dollars go to kill people around the world for real in real life okay there's no death penalty here and we don't spend money towards the military there's probably some way shape or form the federal government is getting some pennies out of me but um you know i might be buying some bullets but i'm not buying a hellfire missile okay i could Um, be convinced to make that move like i'm from hawaii man like island life does not bother (laughs) me right it's not it's not that big of a deal for me it's just the expense of moving back and you know what what the job situation looks like And i think it's the same situation with puerto rico also yeah, I, I don't know exactly how I don't know if Puerto Rico has the death penalty or not, uh, so I couldn't answer. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about that. Um, there's so pluses could... and minuses to between Saipan and Puerto Rico. Let's put that to the side. Um, we'll uh, we can discuss that here shortly. But um, I think that we've wrapped on the voting thing. You've you've got this uh, interesting new claim that uh, voting is dishonorable. Is it new? Is it novel that you've never heard it? Like you've never heard yes, that case? Okay. It is novel. All right. Yep. Um, I, I like that better. I'm going to use a, a novel. Um, so it's a, a novel uh, claim that voting is dishonorable. And the reason it is dishonorable is because you have an expectation of the outcome when you vote. Um, and right. that how, how the you have an expectation of how things will go regardless when you vote. Right. So therefore um it's dishonorable and you're in so, that's and i think that has just your opinion as to how the system works so let me let me I also reject cl- it okay but i think it's it's novel let me also clarify the dishonorable part then because it's not it's not dishonorable just if you vote right okay. in the in when i was making the case to, to pope nobody it's dishonorable if you vote and then choose not to abide by the outcome Right. If, if you're like the normal average American and you and you voted and you're going to vote for Donald Trump. Right. And Bernie Sanders wins and you go, oh, shucks, we lost this one. We'll get him next year. I guess I just have to put up with four years of socialism. Right. And you abide the outcome. OK, so perfectly fine. If there was a, a vote to uh, nuke another country. Um, and I I disagree with even having that as an option to vote yes or no on it, right? Sure. It just shouldn't be up for voting. There's lots of things that shouldn't be up for voting, but I'll just use that one. Um, so instead of voting, um, I should uh, prevent the vote or kill them after they vote yes. Uh, if you want to prevent the nuke? Yeah, kill them bef- before or after they vote. After they vote. And if because they because if, if they're going and if, if they vote gonna, and if they vote no and they get to survive, yeah, because but the, they might the, but they might vote again next year. Well, then kill them next year, right? That's what I'm talking about. It's the expectation. <laughs> but no, but my point is that shouldn't even be up for vote. Like it, it's that's not stupid. the hypothetical you put it's in front a, of me. No, I said th- so. There's <laughs> there's a vote that's going to happen. The vote is going to be: Do we nu- nuke another country or not? Yeah, I heard the I heard I heard it. 
right? And if the and, and if the expectation of outcome is that if the vote is yes, that they're going to nuke them, and if the vote is no, they're not going to nuke them. Wait, because if the vote is no, and the and the expectation is they're going to abide the outcome of the vote, then no one's going to get nuked. But and therefore, my my no point is that there was a whole bunch of people with the expectation that if it hap- if they vote yes, then they're going to do it. So. Yeah. Can we kill all the people that voted yes? No, wait. Wait till the vote is yes, and then then and then kill the people that are going to fire the nukes. But there's there's a whole bunch of people that are expected to be murderers. Yeah, and even even you're even saying even the people that voted no are along with those people that would. Oh, I guess we voted no, we lost. So I guess I'm a murderer now. Yeah, like that doesn't make sense to me. Sorry. No, that's that's what that's what happens when you play the game, right? There, there's an expectation of outcome. Well, if you, if if you don't want to be a murderer, don't vote. Don't play the well, game of voting. Wait a second. You're still in the country that voted to um, nuke yeah. the other country, so the other country can fire its nukes preemptively, and it still blows your ass up. This is the part about the uh, the whole the, the impracticality, the the extreme level. I mean, like we're not talking about an extreme level of morality here. We're talking about the little tiniest, itty bitty biggest amount of morality right like i didn't vote you know like so effing what versus the extreme level of impracticality which is is that you're going to die in a nuclear winter anyway because the outcome is as the outcome is and i'm so but again i don't i don't i'm not i'm not i'm not tying myself to the outcome of the vote though by by not not, i'm not either by voting or not voting (laughs) well but if you but if you play the game of voting it's dishonorable to play the game of voting and then not abide the outcome. That's where the dishonor comes in. Well, it's to, so it's to play the, the game and to not abide. What That's is, not an uh, honorable not vote. Novel. What's not novel about your argument is is that it's the same old uh, when you vote, you tacitly agree with the outcome argument. Now, that's an, that's an old one. And um, that what you're doing is, is you're saying uh, what you should be saying is, is that when I choose to vote, if I voted, I would be agreeing with the outcome. I can't see voting without agreeing to the outcome because I can assure you I vote and the and, and most of the time the outcome is the less moral option for me. But do you buy the outcome or do, do you buy the outcome or do you uh, rebel against the outcome and do what you're going to do anyway? Well, most of the time that you're voting, it's one of two scenarios. Either you're voting for um, between two jackasses, right? Right. And you're picking your favorite jackass. So abiding by it, um, you know, is just a matter of do I get to complain about the politician in office? Sure. I complain about them whether they win, whether I've won or lost. Um, right. And but, but in the small case of the road truck and and the fire truck. Right. That's that's a that's a clear. Did I pay my cl- tax bill in both circumstances? Yes, I did, because they take okay. my house from me. Um, you know, that's that's all there is to it. I didn't have an option not okay. to pay. Or in the case of Pope and, Nobody, they vote against marijuana legalization. You smoke weed anyway. Now, that, right. In the, in the case, now, if you're talking, I don't know where this occurs in New Hampshire. I haven't lived in a state where, um, you know, the, the option has been on the table. But, yeah, I'm going to smoke pot if I feel like smoking pot. Um, if, you know, it doesn't matter what the vote was. So, you know, we're talking theoretical here. I haven't ever, that I know, recall, um, had the option to vote to legalize marijuana. Okay. But all the times that I voted, it's all been a spending issue, and they're going to enforce the spending whether I like it or not. 
Okay. So there's there's been no options uh, there. Would I do it? Yes, absolutely. I would yeah, vote. I don't. I to still don't. Yeah, I don't see smokers. why it's d- dishonorable to to smoke after you voted no on a, on a on a ballot or a vote. Doesn't make. I sense. think the reason is is because it's the expectation you, of outcomes. You could have had the option to vote against it, um, aggressing against people. Um, I will agree that a vote to aggress against people is aggression. It's a small amount of aggression, uh, but but a vote. But that means that a vote to defend people is defense. I, like okay, good. so for for one side, the the vote to aggress on somebody for smoking pot, it's more than a game. It's it's an act of aggression. For me, even unlikely as it is for the ballot to pass, uh, a vote for them to stop aggression. Maybe it is just a stupid game, but to to keep smoking, you know, after voting no on it, it, it like uh, then yeah. it's a dishonorable vote. That's it's, what I'm saying. It's not like I, you're, I you're just playing like, the game. You're saying like, okay, we're going to have a vote on whether or not I can do this legally. I voted. I vote yes. I can do this legally. They go, nope, can't vote. Went against your favor, and you go, no, oh, I'm going to do it anyway. Then you, just you don't need stupid, to cast the vote. You it's don't just need, a you stupid don't even need game. to play that game. That's it's what I'm saying. A, you don't need to play the game. You don't need to. You don't need to dishonor yourself. Just continue to smoke as you would, regardless of whether or not they're playing the game of voting. But it, whether or it not could, they're playing the it game could of taxation, change my life in a positive way if if the the government changes the, their rules. Yeah, it could. That's the expectation of outcome, right? You're only going to abide the outcome if it's in your favor. But if True. it's not in your favor, then you're not going to abide the outcome. Then don't play the game, because the, uh, what, the but it doesn't matter if I play or not. I don't care if they if if uh if 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 I win then that's good and if I right. lose I I'm still going to do what I want anyway. So right. I I'm going to walk into a casino and lay down a bet but I'm only going to take the winnings if I win. Right? Uh, I bet $1000 on red. Sorry sir, it came up black. Well, I was just I'm going to take my money anyway because I'm not playing. I'm only I'm only getting the winnings if I win. Right? Well, that's, see, the thing is, the, I didn't, I didn't put anything down. They're the ones aggressing on me, taking my rights away, uh, with you know, before I was born. So, then don't play the game. That's the other thing. I'm, that's from the moral perspective. That's what I'm saying. Don't play that game. But it's a if game not, that it, it's a game that doesn't cost anything, and I could win something from it. So there's no there's no reason not to play. There's no reason not to go and vote for uh, you know, say I'd I'd like them to reconsider their their. Uh, you know, ban on my rights. You know, it's, <laughs> it doesn't. It's a. It's not a immoral thing to do. It's. It might be pointless. You might lose, but you might win. No, I. And again, that's that's where we're going to continue to disagree. Then, because I say if you if you're going to play the I game of voting, I got to hear the argument though. Yeah, and if you're going to play the game of if you're going to play the game of voting, right? Either abide the outcome or don't play the game, right? You don't you don't you don't get to you don't get to abide the outcome only if you win. I, but you do. That That's my point. You totally do. And you I can. consider that to be dishonorable. That's something you can. You're right. You absolutely can. Practically, pragmatically, you absolutely can. I consider that to be dishonorable. Right? Because in every other game, there's an expectation of outcome, and when you agree to play the game by casting the vote, you know whether or not it's explicitly I w- on I would, there. I would. I would agree with agree. you. I would agree with you if if there was uh, an option. Into the game or out of the game? Like if, if there is, if, you don't go to the poll. You don't cast a vote. That's no, the interaction. no, that's, that's not an option out of the game. That's, no, that is. Like I'm still in the game no matter what. That's my no, point. No, you're not. 
Yeah, it, because that's the, the same the, argument that Democrats the, have when it comes to public school. Okay, well, you don't have to send your kid to public school. I still fucking have to pay for it. That, uh, yeah, and so and so basically, yeah, but that's I, a different game. If I could give up my vote and and not have to pay taxes, I'd be right there. Like, okay, fine. You know, have everybody have your stupid game. I'm not playing. Look, they're but, tax protesters. You can absolutely opt out of the game of voting and still play the game of paying or not paying taxes. Yeah, there are tax right. protesters that move to Saipan and don't Again, have to pay. You can convince me and, of that. I'm open tax, to that. There are tax <laughs> protesters that also vote. The vote doesn't. Sure, it's 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 a, it's two a separate games. Thing. Yeah, it's two separate games. If yeah. you're going if you're going to play the game of voting, right, abide the outcome or don't vote. Otherwise, I consider it to be dishonorable. If you're going to play the well, game of tax protest, play that game, right. If you're going to play the game of defend dispute, my freedom, go ahead. My highest dispute with the federal government is um, its uh, aggressive wars around the world. Yeah, mine too. And um, whether I pay or not, and I have not paid much. Um, I paid a little, admittedly. I've given them a little money to, to run away at times. Um, I don't believe I've ever had a tax bill that was four figures. Um, but, you know, that's a small amount. Okay. That mean, but, but there's nothing I can do to stop them from doing what they do. You know, as a... Uh, war protester, yeah, I can choose not to pay, but big, fat, hairy deal. They have the printing press, and they make, um, you know, they make all the money they want to have. The United States debt has increased basically. Yeah. But if there was, if there was, the war. if there was a vote on a ballot that says, "Oh, we're going to bring all the troops home," um, probably, uh, you know, it's not going to win. But is that an immoral thing to go vote? No. If you're not going to buy the outcome, that's the thing. If you're going, well, if, he's not if, a troop. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. not a troop. I'm not paying. Let's say I'm, I'm not paying taxes, not doing anything. Uh, but there's just a check mark on the box. You know, do we bring the troops home or not? Um, you know, it doesn't affect anything else. Doesn't you know right. affect the amount you're going to pay? And if if you, you know. want to bring the and if you want again, it's the expectation of outcome. If the expectation is that you vote to bring the troops home, they bring the troops home. And if they and if you vote to not bring the troops home, and they bring the troops home anyway, right? Then then there's some dishonor there. On their part. All right, I think we can retire this one, guys. Okay. <laughs> I had oh man, I had I had one more point to make, but that's okay. We'll go we'll ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't. I don't. I don't remember what it is. Okay. It, it's, I, it was something that MC said. Um, it all I, feels this. It, it all feels like uh, we've 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 covered the honorable versus dishonorable claims here, and uh, you know I don't I don't think we can. What do you have for news stories, man? Oh my goodness, you ready for headlines? Any, anything yeah. else from UMC first? Uh, no, not right now. All right. Headlines. Uh, headline, the non-intervention principle. Uh, you guys might like that one. Uh, headline, judge rules businesswoman must remove dresses from her home. Uh, headline, are we seriously debating capitalism versus socialism again? Uh, headline, Starbucks worker says he was fired for union organizing and to create fear. Uh, headline, is libertarianism a mental illness? Uh, headline, <laughs> right? I love, catchy. Uh, headline, uh, grenade, oh man, sorry, skip that one for now. Headline, are, are all cryptocurrencies pyramid schemes? Uh, headline, can you create a libertarian dictatorship? Uh, headline, police use coronavirus virus to try and trick meth users into getting themselves arrested. Uh, headline, why don't pro-tax millionaires just pay more taxes voluntarily? And then I don't know why this won't close. Uh, here we go. Headline, innocent mom gave permission to, for cops to search her home. They destroyed it with grenades instead. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're they're all pretty good. Um, those are all worthy of getting on. Uh, I ferret Free Talk the, Live. I ferret these out on a weekly basis, man. I do show prep for this and Free Talk Live daily. So, I. And, I I think uh, well the the one comment that I'd like to make several comments from hearing those headlines but the comment that I'd make is is that um, libertarianism is an interesting philosophy on we actually advocate for two different things at the same time we advocate for um, say private governance um, and we advocate for you know the idea of human freedom all at once and it's possible that private governance. And, and as a matter of fact, it's not entirely unlikely that that private governance would, on the whole, be less free than some of the freest places in the world right now. So, um, for instance, uh, basically, a cruise ship is a uh, is a private city. Sure, right? you you opt in. That uh, doesn't get to dock certain places with the viruses aboard. Correct. There are issues. You can um, rot I mean, out there at sea. Well, but but they're but they're abiding by their own rules set by uh, right. you know the captain and the uh, the management of the the ship. Sure. Um, but you can't carry a gun on a cruise ship. So, on one hand, you have a libertarian city in so much as it's private. On the other hand, it's not free. Yeah. So, um, you know, libertarian dictatorship was, uh, you know, kind of interesting in, in that standpoint. Uh, you know, is that, the, is that the one you want to jump into then? Is that Let's my... go. Sure. Okay. All right. I remember the last point that I wanted to make, um, going back to the, the, you know, the expectation of outcome thing. The, the one thing that uh, if you listen to the show long enough, you've heard me say it before, MC, you've heard me say this before as well. I'll just get this out real quick. We don't have to discuss it too far. The only legitimate protest is a tax protest. Right. It doesn't matter how you vote. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how much, you know, petitioning and sign waving uh, you hold out front. If you're not withholding your funding to the best of your ability, move to the Marianas, do whatever you have to do. If you're not withholding your funding from those in power that will use those funding to harm others. Right. You're not really doing much. So if, if the goal is to stop them from doing bad things, you have to withhold your funding. You have to, you know, convince others to withhold their funding and you have to be able to defend yourself against their encroachment when they come to take the funding with force. Okay. okay. I tend to agree that the, um, that the most effective form of protest is a tax protest. Right. And that's one of the reasons I picked up and moved to the Marianas. Uh, by the way, do you have any questions about the Marianas now that I'm uh, sitting here for six weeks or so? Uh, I arrived January the 17th. And uh, it is now the first of March. Um, you want to go first, MC? I mean, I, I have a couple of questions. Do you have any, MC? Oh no, no, go ahead. Okay. Um, so I, I I saw some one of your posts, I think, and it had to do with like the size of that main island, right? It was like yep. seven miles by twelve miles or something to that effect. Five by uh, twelve, thirteen, or fourteen, and some people have even said fifteen. Okay, that's tiny so to to pick up and move to someplace that tiny i would wonder what the economic situation of that island is even if it's free right like i saw like yo hey we got mcdonald's and costco man to like get over here right um and the median income was like fifteen thousand. i wonder if that if the fifteen thousand is sustainable because it's such a small island 
Um, or if, if there's room for business growth uh, and expansion in such, a, in such a small physical space? That makes you're, you're asking a really great question. Um, and it's I wonder my, myself about the morality of this is this island is basically a welfare case. Uh, the United States government um, sends it all kinds of money for free. Uh, to do stuff. So the infrastructure and everything that's here exists because of FEMA dollars. More or less, the tax dollars that you do pay on uh, the, at the CNMI, the uh, Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana Islands, or U.S. Marianas, I, I like to call it, um, the U.S. Marianas is all paid out to bureaucrats get, making $30,000 a year to sit around on their duffs. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, and this to me, I kind of looked at it like, well, that's what they do in uh, Monaco and things aren't so bad there either. Um, is this basically uh, Monagas are all, you know, everything's taken care of uh, for them, cradle to grave. And okay. um, but the rich of Europe go there because they can uh, you know, keep more of their money and enjoy their lives and, you know, these sorts of things. So, um you know, this is it's a possibility here, too, whereas all the infrastructure and everything that we have is basically paid for by U.S. tax dollars. And because the population's low, the tax, you know, the amount of money the federal government gives us goes far. OK. Um, businesses seem to have no problem surviving. Wages are low. Um, you can you can get. Uh, uh, you know, Philip, Filipino CW workers to uh, work for you for, you know, minimum wage, essentially. <laughs> and, and, Is that uh, Mariana minimum wage or U.S. federal minimum wage? It's U.S. I think I, I think you can. I, I'm sure that people pay less than minimum okay. wage. But um, I, I don't think I'm also not bothered by that if things are cheap as well. Right. If like minimum wage. They're not. Yeah. OK. Uh, basically, everything here is either the same price it is in the U.S. or commensurate value and or um, more. So beer costs more, milk costs more, but most things, you know, I, I can go out to a restaurant and get a meal for $6 if I want to get it. But, you know, I mean, you can do that in these states too. You can find a $6 meal if you want to find it. Oh, yeah. McDonald's last night. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I mean, McDonald's prices here are very, the, the Big Mac uh, index has this probably the same as New Hampshire. Um, I get the double quarter pounder with cheese, no ketchup, and I, I pay like ten dollars for the okay. the value Jesus. the value bonanza for that. We 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 went to McDonald's last night just to put this into perspective for you. We got two Big Macs, two medium fries, and twenty piece nuggets for fifteen bucks. That's a pretty good deal. Is there are they having that Big Mac promotion where they do two Big Macs for five dollars? Yeah, I I downloaded the McDonald's app and that was one of the specials. So I went, you know what? Yeah. If we're gonna go to McDonald's, let's do this thing. So yeah. yeah. Um. So my the, the follow up question to that, and I'm I'm going to lead in a little bit with there was a there's an old clip from Gilligan's Island where they're explaining <laughs> to some Banana Republic dictator like how you how how a how a geographic region um, creates an economy, and the example given is basically like you have to have uh, natural resources that you then use to build upon and or export uh, in order to trade with other with other geographic locations that have the things that you don't have so the marianas if you're saying it's it's mostly funded through welfare uh, from the u.s federal government is there any natural resources 
that are exportable that they would be able to trade with absent the welfare state? Um, yes, they would be able to grow here. Uh, this used to be basically a giant sugarcane plantation. Um, Kenyan would also, that's the island next door, would also be a great place. You could do avocados or a variety of, um, uh, of you know, food that you could export. But the fact is, is that that's not modern. Uh, that's, that's not a modern uh, thought on economics. Um, you know, Luxembourg doesn't have... X, it doesn't have natural resources, nor does uh, Hong Kong, nor does Singapore. Um, you know, there's lots of small places that manage to make it. Okay, doing a variety of things. It'd be a, um, it'd be like a tourist industry then, where you, like people would have to come. Tourism. From, oh. It could be banking or financial. The idea here is is to make it cryptocurrency oriented. We have great internet. Um, we have, you know, my internet's probably faster than yours. Um, probably, you I know. pay for like the lowest tier possible. I don't really care. Right. Well, um, I don't. I, I pay eighty bucks a month, which I wish it was a little lower, uh, honestly. But you know, it's uh, it's. I, I'd have to do the test, but probably thirty megs. Is that straight um, internet or like cable internet bundle? Because that's less than my internet portion of my my bill. That I mean, that's more than the internet portion of my bill. Excuse me. Phone and internet, and you don't have a choice. Okay, it has to be. Yeah. Um. So you know, that's where that's as far as that goes. I disagree that you have to have um, natural resources, but yes, they certainly could grow here. Okay. Well, okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll retract the natural resources. You have to have some sort of tradable industry to bring outside uh, supplies in, right? Uh, if, you, if you eliminate yep. the welfare state, the Mariana Island itself, being that small, uh, does not seem to be self-sustainable in any real aspect, right? Right. So um, this is a uh, tropical island, basically. Um, it has the most consistent weather, uh, according to Guinness Book of World Records. It, the highs are always in the mid to high 80s, and the lows are always in the mid to low 70s. It's raining right now, and I'll bet you it's in between those two. Um, you know, it gets a little warmer in the summer months and a little cooler in the winter months, and the humidity goes up, and sometimes a typhoon comes along. Um, <laughs> if you ask the locals, they'll tell you it's because they dug up the bones of their ancestors to put in the, uh, the big casino that's here, um, and if they would somehow put the ancestors to rest, then um, the typhoons would stop coming. That's not how I think typhoons work, but, um, you know, regardless, they, well, they were hit by two big typhoons recently in the last five years, and they had had none previously. So, you know, And the casino, warming, the casino's relatively new? The casino's new, yeah. It's got problems uh, financially, it's, uh, but it's put there by Chinese investors. And okay. that's where the tourists come from, China, Korea, and Japan. That makes it casino makes sense, right? Because you go if you can't gamble where you're at. Like gambling is illegal in Hawaii, which is why they consider Las Vegas the ninth island, because everyone who wants to gamble has to leave the islands because you just can't. So if you have a casino in the Marianas, right? I'm sure that's going to attract some level of tourism. Again, bringing money in since the house you know always wins, right? In the long run. Yeah, um, I mean this is an opulent casino. Plus, you got to remember that gambling is almost religious with for Chinese. Um, there's I, I don't know how to de- – I can't describe this. I haven't worked on this particular thesis, but I've heard it said that it is essentially a religious act is um, what gambling is. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't, I can't defend or uh, refute that statement any more than that, but um, the Chinese, Chinese whales come here and drop bank. Interesting. <laughs> you know? 
so so the only other question that I have, and now we're again, look, see, I'm keeping an eye on the time. We're we're pressed for it, so we can wrap this up shortly. Um, the other question that I have is with again going back to the island being that small. I know it's uh, the main island in a chain of islands. What is travel like between islands, and is that common being so small to go from one island to another? to, you know, to do shopping or for trips or whatever it happens to be. Like, how does, you know, like here we would drive, you know, like I, uh, to do free talk live, I drive like an hour, uh, you know, 60 miles, right. Uh, to go, to go from Manchester to Keene to do the radio, yep. to, to do the radio show. Um, is it common to do things like that? An Island hop between islands. I think you would agree that it is uncommon to go from Manchester to Keene quite common to go from Keene to Manchester. Uh, so okay. if you're a, a Keene resident, um, you're likely to go to Manchester uh, to go to the mall or the airport or sure. a variety of things. Whereas if you're a Manchester resident, why in the hell would you ever go out to the hinterland of Keene where all those weird pumpkin-lobbing hippies are? Oh, um, man. If, if only you've been in on the other Telegram chat that we had a couple of weeks ago, you would know what they're up to in Keene now. I'll, t- I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, yeah, I, basically it's that way with the islands here. There are two, uh, satellite islands. Let's call it a third just for kicks. Um, so three islands, Pagan, which is spelled like pagan, uh, but it's a good Catholic island. So we pronounce it Pagan. Um, it's, uh, no, no religious influence there. Right. Oh, there it's, it's here. No doubt. Tinian. Um, excuse me just a second. Uh, Tinian, which is where the Enola Gay took off to drop the bombs, and there's about 2,000 people there. And okay. then Rhoda, which is a, basically an unspoiled, untouched uh, place, and I haven't been there. Um, I'm just telling you about Tinian, Rhoda, and Pagan as what okay. I've heard. Uh, I haven't been to any of these places yet. I haven't been so to Guam yet. Do like do boats run like buses would here? Is it is it that easy to travel between the islands? It's all um, those little island hopper planes run okay. by Star Mar- Marianas, which is the, uh, the plane flight. So it's 55 bucks one way to Tinian. Okay. And uh, it's three low three figures. Excuse me. Low f- three figures to uh, uh, Rhoda. And if you want to go to Pagan, and I understand there might be five people there, one flush toilet, and a bunch of cows. Um, if you want to go to Pagan, you better, you're going to get a boat uh, to go. You okay. could pay a large amount of money if you wanted to go hiking on the Northern Islands. Um, so I haven't done that. So among those three islands, the vast majority of the population exists on that five by fifteen square mile. Fifty thousand people here. Yeah, but larger okay. than the population of Keene. We've got a Costco. We've got a McDonald's. We've got a Bubblegum Shrimp Company. We've got a Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, you know, uh, Taco Bell, Kentucky okay. Fried Chicken. One and final question. How do you get around town then? Because it seems like with something that small, uh, like cars and buses would be out of the question. It'd be like, you know, small cars at best, or most people would bike or walk most places. The answer is cars. Um, okay. They're, you know, they have a pretty robust, uh, you know, system of roads. There are some places where you can uh, live and it's a dirt road. Um, I was just on a dirt road yesterday. I went down to hike old man by the sea again, which I enjoyed. I brought a garbage bag this time and picked up some of the plastic that washes up on the beach. Ladies and gentlemen, throw your garbage away in proper receptacles. <laughs> but uh, mostly or, the garbage. Or throw through. it on the beach and create jobs for people to have to pick it up. 
<laughs> well, it's no job. Nobody's going to go out there and do it. Um, but this is uh, this is coming from Africa and Southeast Asia. People, okay. I mean, some of these places actually dump their garbage in the ocean, um, and that's where that stuff comes from. Okay, you know, I just stuff. can't imagine putting that many miles on a car. When everything is you know, with it, with everything being like within fifteen miles away, right? like that, that's like yeah. the max the, the max drive. Well, I have filled up my tank now twice um, in two months. Well, six weeks. Six yeah. weeks okay, that's that so, seems a lot like a lot. Really, for I, such I, a small I don't island, it much. I don't okay. consider it much. Um, but I I would advocate for the uh, for electric assist bikes um, on this okay. island. I think that everybody could get around better, and uh, the fat people here could uh, lose a little weight. <laughs> okay. But um, I tried to do that. The problem is, is that Amazon won't ship. You can't airship um, lithium-ion batteries here, so you have to plan yep. ahead if you want to bring an electric assist bike. And I didn't know to plan ahead, and. Um, now I know better. Okay. So it, when I come back, I intend to come back. Um, you know, anything could happen in life between now and, say, uh, August when the school year starts. But when I come back, I intend to throw in the car that we're going to ship over a electric assist bike that folds um, up. Be careful. Uh, every time I've shipped a car, you're not allowed to put anything in the car. Like really? it, has to, it has to be emptied out. So double, do your research on that ahead of time. You like you okay. cannot use the car as a storage uh, vessel while shipping the vehicle, except for Why like thus. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure it has to do with some liability, but I have shipped cars to the mainland twice and back to Hawaii once, and never was I allowed to have more than like an eighth of a tank of gas and anything but the spare tire and jack in the car itself. Well, so you would know better than I. So I suspect that's why right. that's why I'm giving you the heads up. So if you if you if you're thinking about doing that, you know. Double check. I could I could be wrong in your case, but in my case, never been able to do that. Okay. Well, also, I, the other, I would have to find another system for shipping the bike over. Yeah. Um, the other the other uh, comment I was going to make with, when I said like the mileage seemed like a lot is uh, in in my personal vehicle, right? Like I get about three hundred miles uh, per tank, which means if uh -huh. I fill up twice, I can go like six hundred miles. And so for for me, thinking you know. Uh, Putting that on you, it means like you're driving a hundred miles a week uh, to get around the Mariana Islands, and to me, that's yeah, seems like a lot. I, I must say that I probably drive more than most here, and the reason is is that uh, you know the my uh, cohort here, Alex, the guy who uh, sort of put this project together, did the research and that kind of thing. He lives way on the other end of the island. Um, oh, all, all fifteen as, miles away. <laughs> right, as far as as far away as he could. But well, you can see that if one drove fifteen miles a day, you're getting pretty close to. Yeah, yeah, um, you're right. You're right. Hundred miles in a week. Yeah, that makes and, yeah totally. You know, mostly what I do in a day is, is I uh, do the work that I have to do in the morning when I get up. Um, you know, I get up at about five p.m. Eastern uh, here. Um, uh, that's seven a.m. here. Yep. And you know, work until everybody on the east coast is asleep and then i you know go to gold's uh work out and then i'll head on over to alex's uh, do a little brainstorming maybe do a little work there and then uh head home All so right. you know that's that's why the um that's uh the, the mileage is higher All right. well like i said uh we're, we're glad you're you're test running this i can be convinced there's i you know i moved from hawaii to new hampshire as part of the free state project there's nothing to say that I wouldn't up and move for a better chance at absolute freedom. Um, so that's all out there. We are uh, 
way over time at this point. So last chance, final thoughts, uh, pitch what you want to pitch, and then we'll wrap this sucker up. Check out freetalklive.com. We've got different hosts on all the time, including Richie Rich. And, um, you know, it's uh, the, the world's largest pro-liberty show. Final thoughts from you, MC? Uh, don't do anything immoral, like, like voting. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that'll, <laughs> that'll do it for us. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. You guys know where to find us, anarchistexperience.com. Uh, t.me slash anarchistexperience or t.me slash theanarchistexperience. Uh, that is the Telegram group and channel. Uh, we're also on float.app now, float.app slash anarchistexperience. And if you'd like to contribute to the show financially, you can do, th- do so through Patreon, patreon.com slash the anarchist experience thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to y'all next week peace